Hi, Fashion Hotline. Hi, after this long winter, my family needs a style pick-me-up for spring. Get to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, spring's first big sale is on now. Pick up fresh styles for the family from just $5, 10 and $15 with tees and tanks from 5 bucks, kids' shorts from 10 bucks, and jeans from 15 bucks. Whoa, styles from just 5 bucks? That's right. Plus, get 50% off swimwear and buy online and pick up in-store for free today. Now that's a real pick-me-up. Get to Old Navy and OldNavy.com now for spring styles from 5 10 and 15 bucks. About 318 to 326 in-stores. Select styles only. Excludes licensed and in-store clearance. Hello and welcome to Juvenalia. I'm Alan McGuire. And I'm Ellen Tannum. And our guest today is stand-up and writer whose work has been in Headstuff and Heard at E. It's Rec Keen. Hello. How are you? That's the story. Welcome to the show. Thank yes, you. Cool. What are you going to talk about? Um, so today I'm going to talk about uh, Stars in Their Eyes, um, a series that was on ITV kind of in the 90s to early noughties, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was a show that I was absolutely obsessed with as a child and still am. Um, so that's what I'm nostalgic about. So, like, how old were you when you started watching it? Well, it started in um, 1990, I think it was. So I was born in 94. So, like, basically from when I was a baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably like my first memory. Because, like, I used to live, I was born in uh, London in Wood Green. So, like, that was, we had ITV on all the time. You can get ITV in Ireland though as well. Yeah, well, I don't know when we got it. Because I was... Four hundred ninety-two, but did we, did we have ITV before then? <laughs> oh yeah, no, I always had it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was UTV here, isn't it? It's we used to have ITV and then it switched. We used to have HTV actually, which is the Welsh one. Oh, and God. then it switched to UTV in like early nineties, okay. mid nineties. Yeah, yeah. So like, I just we always remember had the channels. Yeah, UTV. Yeah, and that guy who does the birthday announcements, Julian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's besides the point. Julian so, will be his own episode. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the kind of ginger, gar- ginger yeah, guy that like, was always like Norn Arn? Yeah. yeah. There was like a really viral tweet like last year about um, him, wasn't there? Was there? Yeah, it was like very funny. I can't remember what it was, I but it had him in it. And I was like, oh my God, other people know who he is. Yeah, everyone knows him. My He's grandmother loves He's him. He's the Martin King of yeah. Ulster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he used to introduce Coronation Street and do impressions of the characters before oh he introduced yes. him. Oh my yes. Yeah. yes. He, he seemed to be like a gas guy. Mm-hmm. Really funny. Yeah. So um, you remember Matthew Kelly. He's the yeah, one. That's he the was same like, for me. It was a guy called Leslie Crowther before him, but like... Um, that, like you know, forget mm. about it. I mean, I was born in 94 and I just like to think that things before that time just didn't exist. So, mm. uh, like very... That's fair. A very common occurrence. <laughs> 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 I just started the whole world. Um, but yeah, uh, Matthew Kelly was the host from 1994 to 2004. Um, but like he was class. Like, I don't think there's ever been a presenter like him. I loved him. I don't even remember... He was just really um, theatrical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And. Um, but he was super tall. He must have been like six foot five or something. Yeah. He, mm-hmm. he reminded me of my uncle, actually. I have an uncle who was like really tall and had like a beard and stuff. So, but my uncle was younger at the time, but they kind of looked like. But he, he was. And he had a really big booming voice. Yeah. Oh my God. He was like, if there was ever like a prime candidate for Santa, it would be him. Yeah. Like he was ginormous. And then it was like he was always shouting at people, like just shouting at the camera. <laughs> and it's like. I was already so excited watching it. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, I was like, oh, it's happening, it's happening. Like, I wonder, was there like someone telling him to like be louder? Because he's a theatre actor. And yeah. now he, he does like proper, he was nominated for an Olivier Award. Was he? Yeah, in like 2008 for a play that he was in. Yeah. But does... even his like suits and stuff were delightfully camp. Like yeah. he'd wear like sequin blazers. And I was like, you go. Matthew. Variety shows are the best and that's, yeah. they're the campest shows ever. <laughs> and that's why I watched a video about Stars and Rice this morning and it was like about how at the time it started, variety shows didn't really exist anymore in the UK or anything. And even in America, like the Carol Burnett show was over and all that stuff. But then Stars and Rice, like everyone was like, wait, this is the best. <laughs> so like why, what is it about it that you like now? Even after watching it f- um, like for so I think long. it kind of, it was based on a Dutch show of like a similar format and the name of that I can't pronounce. So I'm just going to yeah. leave that to the audience. <laughs> <laughs> Google but, it. <laughs> um, but I never watched, I, like I never even looked into the Dutch one, but like it just gives me like kind of happy memories of like being younger because like back at the time, like things were really good. So like you could get like a whole Chinese for 15 pounds, which was like <laughs> class. 
So like, how, how much would be in that Chinese? Like it would be like me, my mom, my dad. Uh, well, my little brother probably wouldn't eat much. Maybe like, you know, like faff about with a prawn cracker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, half of a rice or then, something. Then like my mom's friend, um, Grace, she was like my child minor. She was like really nice woman. I like... If I ever have a kid, I'm going to call her Grace. Um, oh. Shout out to Grace <laughs> in the sky. Uh, got, got a bit deary. Got a bit deary for a second. Um, yeah, so that would be like, what, four people? Because I like have always had a big appetite. So I'd be Me like too. hoofing it down. That's an incredible like, value. As, like. as a toddler. So like, yeah, like four people for a Chinese for £15 is incredible. Like you'd, <laughs> you'd get like one dish from the Chinese now for like tenner if you're lucky. Indian don't even start Oh my god, yeah. like absolutely. absolute rip off and it's just all juice and like a few bits of chicken. I like, know, I love Indian though. Oh my god. I can do without, I just like want the poppadom. So you'd and order, you'd ring up an Indian and be like, can you send 450 worth of poppadoms? Give me a tub of tikka masala and some poppadoms, yeah. <laughs> That's like so deconstructed, but they're like the be- the best elements of, yeah. of an Indian. Give yeah. me I prefer a, a two bajis and a chicken deshi and just, I'll just dip it a baji and that'll be it. Okay, you're adding on a lot I, of I want all the, I like on all the carbs, all the non-rice yeah. Indian carbs and a sauce. <laughs> and a sauce, is what yeah. I want. yeah. One of the red sauces yeah. that isn't really authentically Indian that was made for Irish <laughs> and British people. Yeah. Um, but... So we used to get an Indian for £15, which was class. And at, even at that time of like being two, I knew that like £15 was like a class <laughs> deal for, for Chinese like, dishes. Economic knowledge. Yeah, yeah, I was like sitting there with like my big like thick glasses, like counting oh. out the pennies. Um, Were you a glasses but, baby? Uh, no, like that was just a joke, Alan. Oh, oh I wish that you, you had big glasses. Throw that out there and just snatch <laughs> no. it away. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Um, I love glasses babies, yeah. so I'm disappointed. Yeah. Um, Get out. Okay, <laughs> do you know what? Uh, thanks for having me. Bye. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'd be sitting there with like my little Chinese and then it would be like, just like the theme tune as well was incredible. Mm-hmm. It like had all these like little metallic kind of blobs just like doing ballet and stuff. Yeah. It's like... And then Matthew's voice would like introduce you and it was just like, like Matthew just like bent so much to me. I was like... I loved him. He was incredible. He was yeah. like kind of a father figure. Like no offence to my own dad. But like <laughs> he definitely did more for me than my own dad. <laughs> That's on record now. <laughs> dad, don't listen to this, please. I reckon it was a really hard job because those people were not giving him anything in those interviews. Yeah. Oh they my God. They were, were like... not comfortable speaking like at rocks. all. Yeah. Like they're not actually famous people. They're yeah. just like... That guy who did Liam Gallagher just did worked in a can well? factory. Yeah. He was, he did not have a lot to say for himself. No, but yeah. he was good. Did you think he was good? I mean, he did a good job. I don't want to be mean. No, I don't. But I thought but he was good because, I mean, it's really hard to go on to the show and feel like, like, confident enough to be like, I can nail this impression. Yeah. And I think that his parka was perfect. It was a good part. The costume was very good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wonder, did you have to organise your own costume or did they supply it? I feel like organise your own costume would be a bit shit on my TV, wouldn't it? They'd be like, no, you do it. You get a Dolly Parton wig for £500. <laughs> Especially if you're doing like, yeah, if you're doing like Dolly Parton or Bowie or, Cher. or, or Bowie or Cher, yeah. yeah. Cher was the most popular person to do yeah, I think. Yeah, I watched a super cut of the Amendment Times that they said, oh, really? Cher, I'm going to be Cher, Cher, Cher. <laughs> it was really funny. Yeah, they used to have like different specials, like Elvis special, I think they had like Cher special, Madonna special and things like that. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't think anyone would have enough attention for an hour long to just listen to all songs of one artist. Like, it depends. I do. It depends on artist. Elvis, I don't really give a shit about. No, me neither. But either. like, if it was Madonna, I'd be like, for yes. sure. Mm-hmm. Or Kylie Minogue. Yeah. I would be like, I'd be standing right at the screen. Because there's like, they're, they're one person, but then they're also 10 different people yeah. mm. with each album. That's true. So that would be really good. Or I think I'd watch a Lady Gaga one now. Because she's maybe leaves the Joanne bit off. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Justice for Joanne. Listen, I love her as a person, though. Yeah, I and have her a documentary. Her was really too. good. Um, it was about chronic pain, and I was like, same. It was nice. <laughs> That's nothing to do with the show, though. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so love the intro, love Matthew, but then it's like there's so many other factors, mm-hmm. like. You'd have the person who was introduced. See, they had the celebrity specials and then they had like just civilian, normal, boring people. Regular Joes. And yeah, yeah, yeah regular Joes. But like they'd have like the VT, let's say, which where they're like, I love snooker and I love. And then in my head, I'm like, it's Madonna. It's it's, <laughs> it's Lady Gaga. It's like like someone would come on and be like, um, oh, I love eating chicken curry and I love tennis and I love 
getting my clothes dry cleaned and I'd be in my head like oh my god it's one of the cores <laughs> it's all of the cores I'd, like, I'd be like shouting at the TV and then especially when they get on stage and they'd be like oh this because obviously when you're like four you've no mm. concept of like time or like yeah. anything so people would be coming on and being like oh it's a 60s icon um like he was in this boy band, blah blah blah, and I'm like, oh my god, it's Robbie Williams. And at the time, <laughs> at the time, Robbie Williams would have been like maybe like twenties or thirties. Yeah, yeah, he like probably he had just his, left. Probably he was that. not a sixties icon. No, like he definitely wasn't even not. Born. But I mean, if there was no concept of time, I would have been right on every yeah. guess. And I, I feel like we probably judged them more on how they looked rather than how they sounded because we had no frame of reference. Yeah, yeah. for what like Sandy Shaw sounded like. Exactly. Yeah. Or Maria so- McKee was when I watched. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do you know what when I watched I actually I don't know, I didn't know if I wanted to talk about it, but it actually made me really sad. It was Jade Goodies. Oh yeah. Oh. And she was really good oh. and she sang that song. I don't remember who it's by, but it's like I ne- I never promised you a rose garden. Yeah, she's mm. wearing really long blonde hair, and isn't it? She was so good. Yeah. And I remember everyone was like so shocked that she was mm. good. Mm. And I just made me sad because I she was like one of my favorite reality TV yeah. people, mm. and I think it was only three years before she got really sick and mm. stuff. But they had so many different other famous people on. Like they had, did you guys watch Harry? Harry Hill. Oh, Harry Hill. Yeah, he that was, was so really surprising. good. Surprising. Yeah. I was so shaken by how good it was. <laughs> He had the like warbling in Morris's yeah. voice yeah. and everything. But it's and kind of he tried to bring it back in 2015, and I think in some things it's like like I really enjoyed Train Spotting too. That's like a modern day carrying on of yeah. things. But it's like he tried to bring it back like two years ago and it got cancelled after like a few months because it just didn't work yeah. in modern day. And like they had a fancy new like logo and stuff like that. No. And it was like, oh Harry, like you you knew what it was like in the good days. So yeah. don't try to bring it back. It like. is so of its time. Like I don't mm. think that you could do it now. Because so every as a thing has changed as like yeah. to what it is. It's way more accessible yeah. now. So it's not like oh, wow, that's amazing. Like everyone can be good at makeup now. Everyone mm. can buy a wig. Like yeah. you know, relatively easily. Yeah. There's easier ways to become famous than to learn how to sing exactly like someone famous already. Yeah. You can just be yourself <laughs> yeah, like, on an island. Yeah, or like famous. be a Snapchat person mm. or yeah. something. Yeah, like I couldn't I couldn't justify watching stars in their eyes today and then have like a hashtag for each contestant coming up do you know that kind of absolute it's, crap like no I don't like, like it it's so much mess yeah, on top of like what it's just should be a show like X Factor and stars in their eyes probably does have a lot of things in common yeah like you have like people going from like you know real ugly in their first audition to suddenly like 20 pounds lighter and like natural straight lash. teeth yeah, yeah natural <clears throat> straight teeth in such a short time Um. so and but like I just couldn't like with Stars in the Rise it was up to the studio audience which like kind of I mean it's kind of democratic isn't it like it's just like turbo karaoke yeah mm. exactly like and it was nicer because like the people didn't really have that much to gain from winning mm. so they were just doing a f- for the crack and a that's kind of like X Factor now as well they have oh, about well, the, same sh- the same shelf life yeah but like not like classic <clears throat> X Factor people went on because they wanted to be like famous mm. but like X Factor Now is just like I'm gonna dance do a jig <laughs> and then like I don't know Nicole Scherzinger is gonna say I'm cute and, like that's what all that happens <laughs> I, although that said I'm like more than prepared to audition for um, that show on TV3 that Mel- Michelle Visage just to be. meet her yeah. yeah yeah literally just for her to be like give me a really mean I'd love her to drag me yeah yeah mm. literally just like strip me of every strand of my hair Michelle please yeah like snatch me bald <laughs> snatch <laughs> snatch me take it all <laughs> I don't need it <laughs> Um, but no I don't think Stars in the Rise would have worked with like a judging panel no. and also the element of a judging panel is like not very nice like even if you go to basic like you know human acceptance acceptance you don't want to be like giving it your all and someone being like oh your wig's not back combed enough it's like yeah. oh just shut up like it's kind of too serious yeah then, mm. yeah I well think. I mean with the celebrity specials it was more I think they kind of did it for charity and stuff which is nice but like with the normal specials like I don't know what are they I doubt they'd win a recording contract but like my favourite one ever was like this girl um, Emma Wilkinson she's only 22 there was like a lot of 22 year olds I don't know whether 22 was like 
the most entered age. Like age you've, you're like, no, you've just finished college. You're like, what do I yeah. do next? Go on, start I sound a bit like Celine Dion. I'm gonna <laughs> go for it. Should I do a master's? Yeah. Or should I audition for stars in their eyes? I just know. like a list of two options. I like, have this hmm. God-given talent. I yeah. need to yeah. do something with it. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm 22 now. Like, why isn't it still on for me to audition? But like, what was what did she sing? She actually sang um one of my favorite songs as well, Dusty Springfield, um, Son of a Preacher Man. But oh, she yes. was class. Yeah. She was so good. There was a lot of dust. I think Dusty Springfield was like one of the most uh-huh. auditioned people as well. Um, but that was like the first time I heard that song, and I was like, oh, "This is the best song in the world." Yeah. And then it was like my favorite song for years. And then like only recently, I watched Pulp Fiction. And uh, that's in that film. And I was like, oh my God, Ruth, this is why this song is so big. It's because it's in this like iconic film. Mm-hmm. It's not just because I like it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, you know, when you figure out, you're like, oh, that's actually from yeah, another cultural thing. And yeah. I can just find or it like, myself. Yeah. You know, when you're like, I like, uh, okay, let's say I like Carnation Street. Okay, I love Carnation Street. Me too. But I'm yeah. the only person in the world who likes it as much as you. But who's allowed to like it. Someone, other people come along, they're like, I like Carnation Street. I'm like, Hang on a second. What? You're like, name all of your yeah. Duckworths. Whatever. I'm like the Christopher Columbus of like things. I'm like, that's mine. I like it. I found it. Shut up. And then other people are like, um, no, sorry. I like that too. And I'm like, what? Do you? No. Then no, there's no, a day no, this, to celebrate this, this you. And people are like, I don't know if we should still have that day anymore. <laughs> St. Patrick, I'm reclaiming March 17th. Okay. Get with it. Um, you heard so, it here first, St. Patrick. <laughs> Get ready. We're not we're not wearing green anymore. It's all about red, okay? Um, but yeah, I just um like love that song. Uh like that's a song I've like loved ever since. And it kind of just like brings back of what memories of watching Stars in Their Eyes, you know? Mm-hmm. Um and then I was watching I think it was Samantha Fox was on it today. She was class. She was really good and like I'm a celebrity like two years ago as well, wasn't she? She seemed sound. Mm. Yeah. But like for some reason when Matthew would have people on he'd leave like you know the way like on X Factor like Dermot O'Leary would have people so close to him like he's always like hugging them and jig acting and whatever. Mm. Um, But like Matthew Kelly would leave such a big distance between him and him and the like contestant let's say. I don't know why. I'd say nearly him either. Yeah. And he'd always they like okay fair enough the people were probably nervous walking onto the stage but they'd walk out with like their hands out and then Matthew would like grab their hands and like give them two big kisses and I was just like oh my god I love him even more <laughs> I want him to like swaddle me like just just <laughs> pick me up and swing me around but it was such a weird thing because it was like just you know like little niche details you're like oh my god this always happens it's yeah. like characteristic mm-hmm. of the show he'd grab both their hands and kiss them on both but then like almost push them away and mm-hmm. I was like oh my like, god it's like, like it's you can do it I believe in you. I'm your dad. Matthew <laughs> Kelly is like an elastic band. Like he's like, ha- like once he gets too close, he needs to like jump off. Um, Who would you be if you could go on? Oh my God. I don't know. That's like so hard. I don't know. It would probably be a throw between Cher and Madonna, but also I dressed up as, you know, D-Light, you know, Groove is in the heart. Yeah. Yeah. I dressed up as her for Halloween. I think it was two years ago. It was my friend's 21st and she was like, it's Halloween. But then people like wore a red dress and just threw like devil, devil horns from deals on. Nonsense. And then I was there with like a giant beehive and black, like black headband and everything. And people were kind of looking at me like, why is she so <laughs> dressed up? But it's like, what the hell? You can't have a Halloween, like a Halloween theme party and then just be like, I'm sexy. a unicorn because you have like sexy. a sequin dress on like that's yeah. not Halloween no it's Halloween um, it's a normal night you just decided to put a noun on it yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know I think if I really like go into the head um, maybe do like Madonna justify my love <gasps> wow that would like be intense like the cones and stuff yeah like it It all it all, all of it yeah would you have the dancers yeah I think so did they have dancers I can't remember oh they did did they because yeah. I watched one yesterday it was Pretty Woman and it was um, an interesting interpretation of Pretty Woman that dancers were going for. Because okay. it was it was 94, which is about two, three years after the film came out. Right. So it was a sex worker themed <gasps> dance <gasps> oh to God. Pretty Woman. So oh it had four lampposts and four very scantily clad women dancing around the lampposts. Oh my God. And as the song went on, a man would come up to each of them in turn and walk away with them. Oh, as this wow. Guy, as this 50-year-old man dressed as Roy Orbison was singing Pretty Woman, trying his best <laughs> It was. That's it was really odd. reaching. That's really, like, yeah. that, is, that is a reach. Yeah. And like, I don't know, that film is not a positive story. No. That's so weird. Like, that, that would not happen now. <laughs> no. People would be outraged. Um, who would Jews do? Oh, Jesus. I don't know. I'd love to do. Um, oh, 
probably like fucking torn by Natalie and Brulia or something. Yes. yes. Or you kind of have the Natalie and Brulia like look. Okay, I'm in it. I'm wearing a sweater now. At the mo, but like your hair and eyes and yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, I don't know, but that's not that outlandish. Like I'd love to dress up. So, mm. uh, I'd love to do like Lady Gaga and do like fucking Shiza or something. Yeah, like something insane. <laughs> yeah, that would be class. Yeah. So probably that, like outlandish or Natalie and Brilliant. What about you, mm. Alan? Probably tattoo. Just I do, do like, both. I do both of them. Yeah, I can see. I can like see half that. And half on my face. So, yeah. or you could just wig on, wig off. Yeah, <laughs> like red. But they, they do harmony, so be like just constant, like vibrating, <laughs> like a blur. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to freeze or no. sing. But you know that challenge <laughs> in, in Drag Race. Um, you know. Um, oh, the male, male, female yeah, halves. The male, that yeah. was so yeah. good. Like Pearl could, was so hot as a that boy. Was, she that, is like beautiful. Yeah, in beautiful every, person. Like yeah, anything. Just like any gender. Hmm. Pearl can pull that off. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Dar I hope you'll tune in for Motherfuck Lore, uh, the Irish for podcast, brought to you by the Headstuff Podcast Network. Join me and some of the internet's soundest, smartest category as we tackle the big issues of the day, like... Should Irish really have a letter V? Who decides the Irish for a selfie, on fleek, or yurt? And what is the deal with Google Translate in Irish? talk to people who are doing cool things in Irish, at home and abroad. We'll look at global and local controversies and discuss how they be settled in Brand law. We'll chat about Hiberno-English slang of note and explain if it comes from Irish or not. And above all, we're sharing great Irish words and pronouncing them for you. Biggie Lynn. I've said intense three times. I'm not going to say intense anymore, even though Stars and Rise is the most intense show it is it's, it's very like there's a lot going on all the time you know what it is I think part of the tenseness of it is the videos they showed beforehand of their lives are filmed and narrated very much like those film those little short things that would go in between children's programs of accidents happening on like building sites and their electricity <laughs> substations <laughs> that is so oh that's so true I've never like thought of that like long shots of them in their manufacturing job just yeah. with, with like reams of paper coming out and mm. thought I work in a paper mill yeah. <laughs> and then it's like I have a wife and then like still on the paper mill yeah. as he says it like for too long yeah but it was a real like kind of like it was a real like it's it's like the producers or whatever were like okay you have to try and make people guess what celebrity you are in about five different pads because I was like watching Samantha Fox and she was like She'd like punch back. She's like, I love boxing. And then she's like swimming a length. She's like, I love swimming. And I'm like, oh my God, this woman's so active. How does she have time to even go on go. stairs in the rise? <laughs> but like all these activities, you're like, um, she's going to be um Elvis. No, actually, she's going to be. And it's like, just pick like. Michael Phelps. And like none of the. And in the end, she was Dusty Springfield. So it's like, how does swimming make you. No. Make me think that you're going to be Dusty Springfield. All these false clues. Exactly. Yeah. It, it was so rude. Like. Should drink Joe Duffy about that. But, <laughs> but at the same time, like kind of added to the excitement as well. Especially when you're a kid and like you love yeah. games and guessing mm. things. Yeah. And being right. Yeah. But like I would be like standing up being like, it's this, it's this. And like my parents just be like eating Chinese, like doing that thing where they're just like, yeah, 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 sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I'm just like, it's, it's this person like, and then like the air would be over and I would be exhausted because it was like, the most like Sensory active hour of the week. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. It was just, it was too much. How long did it take you to figure out that when they go through the door and then come back out, that's not a, one continuous shot? That that, that transformation didn't happen live. It's only a couple of years. <laughs> took of me a really long time yeah. too. Yeah. I took all the inner machinations. And then I actually asked my parents how they were doing it. Oh, and yeah. they were like, no, they, that's a <laughs> cut. Like, yeah. And I was like, what? Yeah. This is actually the first time hearing that, Alan. So... <laughs> Thanks very much. Um, no, I like honestly, maybe five years ago, uh, which is like what on twenty three, so like eighteen. Yeah, like like fifty, like let's say twelve was told Santa wasn't real. Eighteen was told stars in their eyes wasn't real. <laughs> I mean, who knows what's next when we're thirtieth? You know, like it's gonna Easter all come crashing down. Yeah, um, or like the concept of time. So the part where they come out of the doors isn't recorded. Or that which part is live? Well, none of it's well, the, the oh the final is live, isn't it? Yeah, but they don't do they don't have to bring them out. They just bring them out straight as the person in the final, mm-hmm. don't they? 
Oh, okay. So I guess it was like filmed all five of those interviews at the start. Yeah. And then brought them out one by one after that. Which mm. means that first bit where this audience is sitting through five interviews with people who can't put two words together. Yeah. Must have been <laughs> horrible to be in as an audience. But then there, the, see, when you go into a TV show audience, they ply you with free wines. Yes, this is mm. true. So you get the free wines from the good people at ITV and you don't really mind how long yeah. it's going to be. That's true. Because you're like cosy. And we didn't get anything when we were in Colbert's audience. That's BS. But the, the stand-up guy is like, or the like the warm guy is like, the most the most important thing in the world for you is that you're a good audience. Stephen would be so disappointed in you if you're not good. You have to shout and shout and shout and scream. And he's like, <laughs> we're going to be so disappointed in you. <laughs> like, oh my God. It's the most important thing in the world for me to clap really, really loudly for Danny Warburg right now. Otherwise, Stephen Colbert will just be crushed if I don't do this. So when you hear back on TV, people are losing their fucking minds oh yeah. that Danny Warburg has come out. And it's because... <laughs> They've you don't made, want to disappoint. Like, you're going to be, you have to be as good as yesterday's audience. You have to be. I mean, that's something could happen. Stephen Ray is so disappointed. It oh is my God. Blackmail. That yeah. is emotional abuse. Like, yeah. yeah, that's quite intense. That's really rude. Yeah, it is. That's a lot of pressure to put on someone who's over yeah. a night of fun. Yeah. <laughs> but even the audience for Stars in Their Eyes was very like, okay, it was an exciting show. Let's like, that's, that's, that's granted. That's yeah. But granted, like, yeah. they were seriously loud and like, and then they got to vote as well. Mm. I was so jealous. So I was much like, power. Oh my God. Like my life's ambition is to be in that audience. Um, Do you like watching it when someone is like, I used to think it was so cool when someone watching it seemed really shy when they were talking to Matthew as themselves mm. and then they came out and they were like, share or... The like, meatloafs. Yeah. The meatloafs were always good. And They were always the one you could always tell who they were straight away. So I like, oh, he's going to be meatloaf. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just really cool because like they seemed like, it's like, I'm blah, blah. I am a geography teacher. And, and then it, they're like, and no, they like, they'd, open, they'd open a cupboard and be like one can of beans in there. And, like, yeah. and a tin of Nescafe or something. Like, oh, oh like Nescafe yeah. and like it's... Or Maxwell House. Yeah, one 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 brown spoon. Brown handle too. <laughs> yeah. That's so sad. Yeah. Oh god. Or like yeah. a Frey Bantos. Yeah. They're in my head since the That's Lord of the Week. Show, yeah. 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 <laughs> I often wondered if because I know it's some of like the civilian people. Let's say just the normal, like not the celebrity ones. Yeah. Um, there'd be like a girl who was like, "Yeah, I helped my dad out on the farm," and it's like. They're just trying to make themselves so small and like unsuspecting. And then like she'd come out with like a massive like Dolly Parton hairdo and then me banging out nine to five. Yeah. And it's like, how did you go from one to the other? But like with the whole doors and the smoke thing, I used to think that like there was people like, like just behind the doors with their hands out and then just like ripping off clothes. That was yeah, and, like, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> their makeup like, just, team is amazing. Yeah, yeah, just doing their hair or like, oh my God. Or I'd be like thinking like, what clothes could they possibly have worn underneath their clothes <laughs> that they just ripped off and were ready. Like, like a like, rip away t-shirt yeah, and jeans. Yeah. Like, oh, like a woman would come on in let's say uh, like a black top and black trousers and then she'd come out in like the red latex Britney thing. Yeah. And I'd be like, where did she put it? Like, <laughs> how much talc did how, she use? Yeah. <laughs> Literally, where did she hide that? Did she hide that under her armpits or something? Like, how on earth is she coming <laughs> out from those up. doors? Yeah, I. It was just. It was just like amazing, and like even the makeup and the hair and stuff was so good. Mm. Like for like, let's say. 90s to 90s. Yeah, because it wasn't a great era, but they made people look really like yeah. people sometimes. Mm. They did. It's really like there was a guy who did John Lennon, and it looked really like him. Mm. And then my favourite was that one I'd never known before. Because I watched it, you know, when you're a kid, you kind of just watch what's on TV, possibly because it's on and your parents mm-hmm. are watching it. So I'd watch Stars in Their Eyes. I think Blind Date was on after it. So that was like my Saturday night. Mm-hmm. And there was an episode of Stars in Their Eyes, the celebrity version that I had never come across before. And Jarvis Cocker was oh, yeah? on it. Okay. And he did Ralph Harris. Oh, oh random. Yeah. And like, I was like, yay, Jennifer's Cocker. And then I was like, oh, no. Like, if I, <laughs> if, if this was eight years ago, I could enjoy this. Yeah. But unfortunately, allegations happened mm-hmm. and they were true. But it was just gas because he did a really good job. Like, it seemed like he wasn't there to take the piss. Like, he actually just really wanted to nail the impression. Mm. Um, Ralph Harris kind of obviously destroyed a lot of lives, but. Um, <laughs> That that's sounds... Animal Hospital was a good show, <laughs> <laughs> but um, Matthew Kelly was actually arrested for sex abuse allegations in like yeah. two thousand and three because of the was it Operation Utree where it was like um, it was one it was, of it the operations and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but then it was it was fine. Yeah, so but yeah he, he came was, back. He was yeah. cleared of it, mm. but it I was is so kind devastating. Of, it's kind I'm of so devastated. Yeah, it's kind of risky 
liking these kind of like esteemed characters because you're yeah. just like when they die when they die you're just praying and you're like no please don't be please don't be one yeah, of them like because it's like you're someone in power like odds are something's up sometimes yeah. I've never seen a mention in Pop Bitch so I feel yeah. pretty safe in Matthew I Kelly. think he's okay I remember yeah. reading about that because I used to read all the newspapers and sometimes I'd there'd be like a tabloid newspaper because my dad would get it for like football coverage mm. and stuff and then there'd be like all these like tawdry stories and I'd be like this can't be true like yeah. when I was like 10 so then when I found out that you know and you're like phew <laughs> but like, still when I was younger I used to have like uh, like just um, Polaroids of all my friends on the wall and then anytime like one of them would piss me off I'd go through the process of ripping every <laughs> single photo down like tears in my eyes being like I don't need them I don't need them but it's like that's the way I feel about you know scandals like that because I just believe the first thing I read is probably the worst thing about me so like with the whole Matthew Kelly thing I was like it's gone I hate stars in their eyes no one even mentioned it to me Dusty Springfield over cancelled I don't like her anymore who's um, that I've never I heard don't of her. know who is she I don't know her um, but uh, when then when he was like cleared I was like oh my god thank you so much I'm so sorry god for saying I felt that fully I relieved stars yeah. in their eyes but to be fair when he kind of had that scandal going on Davina McCall hosted it so oh, I mean yeah. I mean there has never been a series unsuccessful on TV where Davina, Davina McCall has been involved. I love Davina McCall. She is honestly like the best. I love her show that she does at the minute where she reunites families that had oh my God. adopted kids. I was crying stuff. at the ads for I that. I watched like, it with my mum. Don't even let me see a minute of that because the ads have me bawling. You know when you're PMSing yeah. and then you see something like that and you're like... I have to go to the toilet <laughs> and cry. You're like crying in the mirror, and then when you see yourself cry, you cry, you cry even more. more. And you're like, I'm so ugly when I cry. I can't. If I if I gave my kid away, they wouldn't want to see me. I'm so ugly. I, I just want to meet Davina McCall. I don't care. I would love. Actually, no, I don't want to be Davina McCall. I'm quite happy in my own skin. I remember. Well, I'm not. But anyway, let's move on. Um, but uh, it's a different I remember, story. I remember. That's a different podcast altogether. Um, I remember watching her. Did she? She like cycled. You know, like the type of thing. Um, oh, like a triathlon. Or yeah, something. but yeah. she was rowing, and she's literally like absolutely like dead to the world, and she's got to keep rowing. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my god, what have you taken that has made you this strong? She, uh, like to be fair, she used to be addicted to heroin, so I don't mean that far. But no. like, <laughs> like what, like what does she eat? She must, she must eat like four wheat bix in the morning, not even two. Like I used four. to eat four wheat bixes when I was a teenager. I, you know, when you're a teenager and people either either sleep a lot or eat a lot. And I mm. ate a lot, so I'd have like two bowls of cereal and like two slices of toast. Like at step in the morning. <laughs> And look how successful you are now, Ellen. It's because of the toast. Hashtag spawn. Eat weed in the morning. sponsored by toast. <laughs> Eat some toast. <laughs> it's good. Juvenalia brought to you by Weedabix. That's Weedabix, the dream. I actually prefer Weedabix, but you know. Oh, controversial. Well, I, I just prefer the texture when they get mushy. Weedabix has, it's a bit too much like uh, wood chipping. <laughs> um, But... Yeah, they are, they had like yeah. Speaking of the um, speaking of Weedabix, no uh, <laughs> cereal special on Stars in Their Eyes. Um, no, I wish. I uh, was like, wait, where? We we we. Am I right? <laughs> uh, anyway, um, let's edit that out. Yeah. Uh, thank God for editing. Um, yeah, they no, had true. yeah, they had different types of specials. So they had like winter special, which is I imagine is like the All Stars. Oh, like version. the drag race of yeah. a lot Stars of drag references yeah. in this already. Uh, I apologize, except never I don't. ever. No. Um, but they had, yeah, as I previously mentioned, Carnation Street, one of my biggest dubs, loves, always will be. Um, but they had like two or three Carnation Street specials, but controversial. They never had like Emmerdale special or um, like East Ender special. They had oh. like Soapstar mm. special. So it's quite obvious to see where the loyalties lie. Considering Isn't like, Emmerdale ITV as well? It is. They're, it's just second fiddle to Kari though. It wasn't it? as yeah. big. I think it's bigger now. But I'd imagine that the EastEnders and um, let's say Hollyoaks and Emmerdale would just be all thrown together in the Soapstar special. Mm. Yeah. But like the Coronation Street special, I mean, if the normal Saturday night broadcast had me losing my mind, <laughs> I mean, the Coronation Street special was, I mean, 
like a meeting biggest, of two worlds. The biggest yeah. event of the year. Like, because I didn't believe that Carnation Street actors like actually were just normal people in real life. Uh, I just thought they were like Rory and Haley. Yeah, I thought they were like, I remember uh, bumping into Keith Duffy in Blanchestown Shopping Centre and I uh, was like, <laughs> he was on Carnation Street. He was on Carnation Street. And my friends are like, we were like 14s, kind of at that cool age of, yeah. you know, adolescence. My friends are like, shut up. First of all, you're roaring at basically like someone who lives in Dublin and is a normal person. But second of all, you're roaring that you watch Carnation Street. And I was like, I don't care. Like, stop. Shaming stop. me. Yeah, literally. <laughs> soap shaming. Soap shaming me. Um, so, but especially with the like soap stars ones, when they did the VT, um, they would like, it would be like, the actress would be like, oh, I'm, she wouldn't reveal her name. And mm. she'd be like, I was watching, like I was watching one today and it was um, Jennifer Jones, I think it was, she was a barmaid in um, The Rovers. She was Tina, I think. Oh but yeah. they, when they do the VT, they wouldn't, it was like, um, you know, like when someone does uh, a testimony on a crime show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. They, kind, they, like, they would kind of blur it a little bit. Yeah. But she'd be there eating soup with her mom, but it would look so suspicious. It would like, they'd film her from the back. They'd film her hair. They'd film her lips moving. They'd film her eating soup. Yeah. And it was like almost a bit sexual. Like, why aren't you showing me the full is picture this some kind of, like, of a fetish this video? is? Exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it was so for some people. like almost built up. I'm literally coming across as like sexually attracted to this program <laughs> but that really no, you, fi- get, you get invested like. it literally, yeah, it, like, it's I an think, exciting yeah. experience because yeah. there's so many mis- mysterious things in a normal episode but then they're like blurring out you know the the shots the of these actresses and actors being like oh I do this I do this I do this but not revealing what character they played on Carnation Street so that was like even more it was like you know the way people lose over Wimbledon Olympic Games yeah, yeah. stars in their eyes was my so that was your sports that was like Champions League final of all finals yeah. were the Cornish Street people good they usually were but I mean yeah. obviously people that would play humorous characters on Carnation Street would kind of just you know be a bit lazy and u- use the humour card for mm. whatever they would they would try do. do like something very they wouldn't do like Michael Hutchins from really yeah. sexy something <laughs> <laughs> the bigger the more serious that the actor or actress was about their performance um, that like meant more to me do you know what I mean because mm-hmm. this this was like they took it seriously reli- this is a religious experience for me yeah. um, every week and like obviously the Spice Girls were around at that time so I always said that if I would do it I'd like somehow manage to get four other people to be the Spice Girls with me so there's like um, we used to you know the way back in the nineties, everyone was obsessed with camcorders. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. or it was like recording stuff like talk girls, <laughs> just like really shitty analog. Yeah, documents. You just film everything. Yeah. Like I remember getting a new bike and or like building a snowman with my dad, and he just like filmed everything. I don't know where any of those tapes are, but I remember seeing um footage of me like on a slide in um I think it was. Alexandra Palace Playground in yeah. London and I'm like tonight Matthew I'm going to be Ginger Spice oh. <laughs> and then I like slide down the slide and it's a ginormous slide but like like that show probably raised so many bratty stage kids oh completely oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah tonight Matthew I'm going to be is like such an iconic line yeah it was we talked about it in school we'd be like wow okay like who who would yeah. you be and everyone would be like I'm going to be that singer Lolly yeah. do you guys remember her yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 But it yeah. wasn't the same when like Kat Dealey took over. No. And even like they could have they could have made it the same because they say tonight Kat I'm going to be whatever. And they could have said tonight Kat you I'm going to be. Kat you. Kat you. I'm going to be Celine Dion or whatever. Kat's actually short for Kat you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's it's like Kim and Kimothy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah it's like because She made I, it too polished. I don't know. I, do, I kind of I remember like distinctly watching it for when when Matthew was there because I just couldn't miss a show mm-hmm. but then I kind of just I don't even know if I ever watched which sounds terrible but like I don't know if I ever watched a show where I think I watched a few of Davina's ones but never with Kat Deedee like she's a very good presenter yeah. like I adored her on was it SMTV, SMTV Live yes. yeah, yeah. her and Anton Deck yeah they were um, chums yeah she's like over in the US now isn't she yeah. like being a big big yeah. star yeah Um, but I mean like her and Patrick like she was I remember like in the tabloids it was like Kat Dealey's seeing this person she's seeing this person but the whole time she was friends with Patrick Keelty yeah. and then she married Patrick Keelty and I was like oh come on that's a bit 
you know, lazy, like you just married your best friend. <laughs> like, I think they have a kid now, so yeah. like they probably are in love, but... I bet like, they are, I bet it was just like, we were, we never saw each other all along, you know? <laughs> but I never, I don't know, I just never found Patrick Keelty funny. He's not. I thought he was, like, it's a, <laughs> it's a big reach for him to be with Kat Dealey, like. I mean, like, she probably sees a lot in him. He seems well, like, because he used to go with Amanda Byram as well. So he seems like a There's obviously oh something God. going on. Wow, yeah. yeah. Maybe there's a trouser snake <laughs> <laughs> or something. I never thought I'd be contemplating that today. Starring next week, Patrick Guilty <laughs> on Juvenalia. He's actually a big listener, so we thank, should. Thank you, Patrick. Okay. Hello yeah. again. This episode is actually sponsored by Patrick Guilty. <laughs> Toast. Add the, the Patrick Guilty experience. Patrick Guilty, the new YouTube channel. Toast He's a lobbyist for Toast yeah. now. I'm hoping to pivot into that industry. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever watch the kids once? Um, I did. Yeah, I was very jealous of... Um, I didn't like them as much. No, like they were very... I feel like with the kids ones they knew they were going to be good mm. but like when obviously when you're an adult you can act more like oh I'm not good at singing at all yeah. and then be belting and everyone like the gasping out. in the audience yeah like, whereas yeah. like the kids were just really like mm, like my mummy paid for me to be here like, or like they're I very go Billy to Barry. stage school yeah. Yeah. yeah for sure it's like the Billy Barry kids also on I was listening to some of the kids ones last night and I think they had guide vocals for the kids <gasps> You could hear two vocals on all the oh, melody lines. Oh my god! I think the kids were singing along too. They probably like, didn't themselves. want to humiliate children. I mean, must have fun that though. You only some, at least one child to humiliate Alan. themselves. I feel I was children look- falling over is funny. I was looking. Oh, it's, it is funny, but children yeah. like failing over a three-minute song and you watching them and not being able to do anything about it—that's upsetting. Yeah, a minute and a half would be okay. <laughs> but no. they have, um, they have <laughs> listed on the Wikipedia that they have. Um, like voiceovers and I think it's like Peter Dixon and Sally Lindsay like what I mainly what I love about the show is that it's so Manchester based I yeah. feel I don't know is Pete is um, Matthew Kelly from Manchester I'll find out now I think he might be but it was produced by Granada so obviously their studios yeah. are, are in Manchester but uh, one of the voiceovers for the show was um, Sally Lindsay who played Shelley in Coronation yeah. Street oh, yeah. so it was really just like oh my God, like this is the perfect <laughs> sideshow for Coronation Street because it was so yeah. like... We need to get you back into a proper Coronation Street Coronation episode. Street laced. Like yeah. I was like, this show is, it was made for me. Mm-hmm. He is from Manchester. Well, he's from Ermston, which is in Trafford, which is in Greater Manchester. Okay. Yeah, so it's like, it was very community based, if anything. Like getting all the... man. Is there, I know Scouts is Liverpool, but what's Manchester? Mancunian. Mancunian, yeah. yeah. They they didn't really get a good good deal with that, did they? they got mank. Thank I think Mancunian sounds cool. Mm. I think it's a bit extra, isn't it? <laughs> but <laughs> like Scouse is like Scouse. funny, yeah. yeah. But like Mancunian, I don't think there's any Manchester person that walks up as like, "Hello, I'm Mancunian." I'm. I think they say it like, "I'm a mank." But yeah, even... the Gallagher's used to say, yeah. "I'm a mank" a lot. Mm. Those brothers. Scamps. <laughs> I love Liam Gallagher now. That's my news. I never, yeah, I didn't think that I would pivot to Liam Gallagher so hard in his 40s, but I used to be like completely Noel. Even like when he's on Russell Brand and stuff the whole way up. Uh, until yeah. like two years ago. But Liam is just fucking gas. Yeah. I have to say the video of him making tea it uh, made my really won yeah. me over. Yeah. yeah. Like, you could be not a tea drinker and watch that video and be like, you know what, I'm going to drink some tea because yeah, Liam Gallagher cause drinks tea. He seems to be good at it and knows what he's doing yeah. I wish he didn't cheat on Nicole Appleton from All Saints though. oh did he because I will die for All Saints mm-hmm. they're like my Spice Girls like I preferred All Saints <laughs> and I remember oh you're being so really... quirky Ellen don't I'm not like the other girls <laughs> shut up <laughs> it's because someone taped me their album so I got their album first you know that kind oh, of way okay. and I thought they were never ever not... they were just better yeah I saw them live at the first witness and all the people who were waiting to see like Travis were like, they're pretty good actually. Yeah, yeah they're, they're really, really good. good. Shannon yeah. Lewis is an amazing songwriter. Mm-hmm. Um, great. I saw uh, S Club 7 or rather S Club 3 at Electric Picnic. How was that? And it was not good. Did it make you yeah. sad? Uh, so first of all, um, I'm not even saying that like I'm not cool or listen to rap or anything. Bradley was wearing a Harlem top and a Compton cap. And I am not from the streets, but I know Harlem that is... they there are different areas <laughs> yeah. and you're not supposed to wear them at once no. and um, Joe 
was very bossy, but she was always bossy, wasn't she? Yeah, she was a bit abrasive. So yeah, and was then she was also racist, racist to Shilpa yeah. Shetty. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then there was um, Tina, I think it was. She had like long black hair, really nice hair, but was definitely mime in the songs. But uh, Tina went out with uh, David Schwimmer. No she? way. Yeah. Oh, they would have beautiful babies. Yeah, they would. Fortunately, that ship has sailed. <laughs> oh, um, but yeah, it was it was it was really bad. Um, they like... were trying to play new songs, and I was like, oh, "It's twenty seventeen. Don't stop moving or nothing." Yeah. How could could they not get John for that? Was John's my question. Busy. One uh, like yeah. <laughs> turned heavily into drugs. Uh, okay. Oh. I was just going to say, actually, this is like one of the first. We never really do UK and Ireland based topics. That's true. We've done the Den, and that was usually it's just American it. stuff yeah. mm. or like a. Uh, Cartoons and like, as in, if it's a lot, if it's like not American, it's like a animated thing or mm. like a game. Mm. So it's it's cool to do something that's a bit closer to here. Yeah, I don't know whether it was because, like, I lived in London till I was six. So I don't know whether it was because yeah. I watched kind of British like Blind Date and you know Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and yeah. things like that. I know um, everyone did though. Yeah, mm. but I just never. If I were to watch like a series now or something, I just much prefer like. Well, I think British and Irish humour is kind of the same, but like Irish is definitely better. Like, but I just don't know. Like, there's a lot of very good American shows and things like that. Like American Idol and like X Factor in America is so over the top. It's like, oh, I just can't like. They, they have too many musical cues to tell you how to feel when you're yeah, watching it. Yeah, oh, it's too much. Um, and I'm not into it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, if. If Stars and Rise was on today, but it was like somehow made in the nineties way, who do you think would present it? <gasps> who would present it? I know you said it already, but I feel like Jeremy O'Leary would be a pretty, pretty good bet. Yeah, because he's, very he's good. like he'd want it. Anyway. Yeah, he'd want it. He's yeah. very well liked. Mm. I like George Lamb. Yeah, but I just really, really like George Lamb. I think he's really handsome. <laughs> I never warmed to him. Yeah, I'm. It's just he's got a salt and pepper hair, so. Anyway, <laughs> I actually no feeling should be given a try at hosting everything because he's doing such a good job at Bake Off. Is he doing a good job? He's doing such a good job. I haven't watched I it. I love at him all. again. I didn't like him for ages, and now really? I, I'm completely back in love with him. Yeah, oh, he's so nice. So to, he's so nice to everybody. He's a sweetheart. He's an apt, and he's his voiceover voice is really good. Really, I can listen to him describe cakes like it's a lovely little thing to go to sleep to. Okay, I'm gonna yeah. have to. Um... And his shirts are on point. <laughs> that makes me ice so creams. happy. Yeah, because I love the Mighty Boosh so much, and then after a while, I was like, I'm over this. Yeah. And then when I heard about it, I was like, Ooh, weird. This is the no feeling second act we've been waiting for. Oh my god. Yeah. I've been waiting for years now. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no feeling is my choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because he's proven himself able to talk to normal people, so yeah, yeah, not just about being like a wizard or a motorbike, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is, I mean, those I, are interesting topics places, too. Yeah. yeah, one presenter I really like, um, I think Makita Oliver would be good. Mm. I where is Makita? Well, I love her. I don't know, but she, I feel like she was always, oh my god, like if it was her and Simon Amstel, but that would never happen. Like he, no, he Simon Amstel is like he is, but it's like. It's always, it's like, okay, Amy Winehouse made the best music when she was sad. Simon Amstel did the best stupid, stupid comedy and terrorizing celebrities when he was depressed. And yeah. it's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's such a cruel hand. Like, yeah, it's horrible. The world gives us. Where... And the two of them did the best thing together on Pop World when they went around promoting their Amy Winehouse's album yes. in the car. And she mm. throws a stone at Dido's poster. <sighs> um, oh, it's just immensely funny. Um, so good. But uh, yeah, they would be really good, but they wouldn't do it. No. Um, I can't really think. I feel like probably Sheila Shogar, Granny Shogar would probably give it a fair shot. Hosting what it. are they up to these days? Um, I don't know. I, I always... know Granny has a diamond company. She does, she does up for the match once a year. <laughs> oh, I yeah. Think. That's her pleasure. Yeah. The annual journey. Yeah. Sheila has like a radio show, doesn't she? Oh yeah, I remember yeah. when everyone gave out to Sheila Shogo on Twitter because she went to Kylie Minogue and mm. said something that it was so good that she came and everyone oh, yeah. was like, yes! <laughs> oh my god, most iconic tweet ever. <laughs> and I was like, yes, bitch. I like, made <laughs> headlines of newspapers. People it were was like, bizarre. so inappropriate. Yeah. Ireland's a Catholic country. It's, if you Google it, it comes up in Google Images because someone was obviously like, this is going to get deleted so I need to save it forever. Yeah, it was perfect. It was a good choice. Yeah, the Shogos would be good. They could do it as a sister act, maybe. Yeah, but I don't, I don't think like as an Irish production, it would last very long. Irish TV is very, like, fickle, isn't it? Yeah, it's mm. tough, especially when you borrow other formats. Mm. Like, if, 
our own stuff is good but yeah. sometimes when you borrow from a format that's already really well established yeah. it just shows that the budget is less yeah. and like Irish Dance with the Stars Ooh, or Irish Who Wants to Be a Millionaire yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't you? or no that was the weakest link yeah. you did that Take Me Out is still running on ITV somehow with Paddy McGuinness but like his jokes are re- like he's a funny guy he's yeah. very good in is a Phoenix Knights with oh yeah. god I love Phoenix that Knights. show yeah. yeah so he's a funny guy but he is telling the worst like do you know to what I mean fair, like, he probably doesn't write them no but it's sad to even mm. say it I think I would be crying because I would just be cringing so much like what is my life yeah just like your face like squinted up like a raisin like <laughs> oh, I have to say this oh really um so yeah, uh, I mean, if it didn't last in 2015, like it probably wouldn't last in no. 2017. No. But I'd like maybe a special. A special like, would be good. Yeah, like I think Matthew Kelly is only like 63 or 67. Yeah, he probably like, does have a bit more life in him yet to I do one so, last yeah. special. Mm. I think that would be good to have yeah. like champions of champions of champions special. And then Christa Berg and Christa Berg can go on together. It's not so weird that that's who won yeah. Champion of Champions. It's not like it's, a distinctive voice. Yeah, it's like it's not like it's like a oh Madonna, Kylie Minogue, Christa Berg. The iconic tones of yeah. Christa Berg. <laughs> yes, Christa Berg. It doesn't work. Um, but yeah, I feel like Stars in Her Eyes kind of I can see like shows that I like today. I can see like strands of it in Stars in Their Eyes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. definitely like. With makeup and things like that yeah like it's like it's so when you're young and you, you're just kind of like you don't have imagination it's great to like have your imagination shaped by you know these different like stars coming out in different looks or hair or and just showing makeup you or what whatever. is possible yeah with exactly just one like regular face yeah because like even okay as bad as X Factor is it is like great when they start the live shows and then like these people come out with like like bleach blonde hair and white teeth yeah. and it's like oh my god you look so amazing like I would go on X Factor alone just for all the for work all the makeover they... it's like America's Next Top Model yeah mm. or like even like Drag Race like yeah. <laughs> Drag Race reference <laughs> again Um, but like like when they come out on the catwalk it's kind of very similar to like someone coming out of like the purple do- doors on Stars yeah, and Rise you know what yeah. I mean because you get the like the, like they did that moment yeah, yeah yeah and even like the stage of Stars and the Rise was really pretty. It was very kind of like, I kind of co- always compared it to like um, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory because yeah. it was very like... Kind of mystical. Kind of like lilac and then like the white smoke and the lights mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And it was like, and always the winner, um, the winner would have to like come from the green room and they'd film them coming out oh, to the yeah. stage and everyone would be there clapping <laughs> and I'd just be like crying. I'd be like, I'm so happy for you. Um, it was such a cute show. Like, Yeah, mm. it was a very good show. Like very, like... If you wanted a show that ticked all the boxes, like it's it's there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Saturday Night TV like that's kind of gone now. It's not as yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Or maybe that's because I'm not eight anymore. <laughs> do you know? Could yeah. be that. So it could be an old person thing to say. So final thoughts. Stars in their eyes. Um, stars in their eyes. Uh, I think it was a great basis for. It kind of built the notion of Saturday Night TV. Do you know what I mean? Because People were finished work. It was like, I think Saturday night is just kind of a great family time mm-hmm. to, because everyone's together. Everyone's like, I don't know what to do. Oh, let's just switch on the telly. As as much as like social media, you know, dominates things and like Netflix and things like that, you can't, like we you even see Gogglebox today. Like people sit around the TV and you might be tweeting about Gogglebox or whatever, but it is everyone together watching TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it was just, Stars in Her Eyes like had so many different notions, like, like different things like you were guessing or you were looking out for this person you knew or you were there because you wanted to see like the makeup and hair or things like mm-hmm. that it was like I don't know it's and like the theme tune as well like it just had so many different parts to it that like components that appeal to like everybody yeah yeah like it was such a well thought out program and like Matthew Kelly definitely he was almost like the Willy Wonka of the whole thing you know and mm-hmm. um, it was beautiful there we go yeah. Thanks so much, Rebecca Keane. Okay, Thanks, thank Rebecca. you for having me. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. There we go. 
That's Rebecca Keane. Yeah, she Thanks. was great. We love Rebecca. Yeah, I like talking about a lot of UK TV because that's what we all watched a lot when we were younger. Yeah. Like all the good Saturday stuff was usually BBC or UTV. I never watched RTE on Saturdays. No, I watched Saturday it late, like on the Friday. Did with, you? With Pat Kenny. Yeah, I watched it with my nana. Is Pat um, Kenny your first Late Late Show I uh, No, I remember Gabe Byrne when okay. I was really small because I remember that my granddad hated him and used to turn his hearing aids off when it came on. Did you? My granddad hated Michael Lee Higgins. Oh, well, your granddad was wrong. I don't know why. He called him Bally Higgins and he just, <laughs> he was infuriated by him. I think he saw him on television like, oh, Bally Higgins. Wow. And he was the most nice, nicest, most gentle man in every other aspect except he, Michael Lee Higgins. I think sometimes I it's it like is. an irrational hatred. It had to be. Yeah, it's like I else. used to be like that with Anne Hathaway. And now I'm like, she's just a human being trying to get by. She's just trying. Yeah. She's just an awkward person trying her best in a public Exactly. Guy. And yeah. she's a really good actor. Yeah. I write to her a lot. Yeah. Um, but I really enjoyed that episode. And yeah. I like talking about Saturday in the Rise because I just, it was something I hadn't thought about in years. Mm-hmm. And I used to love it and watch it like avidly every week. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Oh, we should follow um, follow Rebecca on Twitter. Yeah. How do you pronounce her Twitter name? Um, I is feel it like R B C K N. Yeah. Be right. Yeah. At R B C. At R B C. A K N. A K N. Okay. So yeah. Okay. Say so, that again. R B C A K N, and she's really funny. Mm-hmm. She's um, a gas ticket, as they say in Dublin. Oh, she is a gas ticket. Yeah. yeah. Even though she's from London. Yeah. We'll forgive her for that. Um. So, oh, follow uh, you. Oh yeah. On Twitter. I'm at Incogellen. Yeah. And you can find me surfing the web. And Alan is Alan underscore McGuire. Yeah. And the, un- the underscore is because there was already an Alan McGuire. You know what? There, there was already an Alan McGuire and then... He's really mad He then. No, he went and then some other Alan McGuire got it. Another Irish Alan McGuire got ah, it. Sake. He's like some 50-year-old businessman. I bet he uses the Irish biz party hashtag. I bet he does. You know what? Sworn I'm, enemies. I'm okay with my underscore. Yeah, I like it. It spreads it out. It's nicer. Yeah, it's it's nice. more visual. It looks nicer as a handle. It yeah. balances it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Uh, you can follow the podcast on Twitter. Yeah. Juvenilia underscore pod. pod. Follow the Heads of Podcast Network Twitter as well. It's like a HPN, isn't it? It's HS Podcast. Oh, yeah. HS Podcast. Anyway, if you just yeah. search Heads of Podcast, and that's <laughs> 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 you know what I mean. Look at it on Twitter. You'll find yeah. it. Um, subscribe to us, please. It would be really cool if you did. Like, no pressure, but it's it's a nice thing to do. Yeah, because apparently the charts are almost completely based off subscriptions, not listens. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which seems unfair. It does seem unfair. So, um, it takes a few seconds. It's annoying. Mm-hmm. But it's, um, it would just be cool if you enjoy it because we enjoy making it. Yeah. And we'd like other people to listen to it. We really would. Yeah. Um, and what Oh, else? thanks to Dean McDonald. Yeah, thank for you for the artwork. artwork. And thanks to Headstuff for letting us do what we do. Yeah. We have a lot of badges left over as well from the live show. Because yeah. I bought some and then Headstuff also bought us badges. So we've just a lot of badges. We have a lot of badges and we want to give them to people. So um, just do something nice for the podcast. Yeah, that's basically our, our I'm thing. not going to make it specific about reviewing or subscribing. Just... And do something nice for the world. You should donate yeah. to, like, donate to Abortion Support Network. Give them a fiver. Yeah. Just, like, if you have spare money, mm-hmm. that's who I'm going to say to give money to if you if you have spare cash. That's a good idea. And then the next episode, I'm we might think of another one to, to give money to. Yes. Mm-hmm. That we definitely recorded two weeks from now. Yes. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of other Headstuff podcasts. Yes. And um, the Headstuff podcast studios have to get renovated, so there's... Uh, posters of all of them up on the wall. Very swanky right now. To help you advertise them when you're doing the shout out at the end. Mother so, Folklore is a yes, good one. That is a very good one. Um Derek O'Shea is the like the nicest man in he's Ireland. Really cool. And now he has a book and fair play to The him. book is really good. Fair dues, yeah, it's really good. And yeah. the cover is lovely. I love a hardback. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh Double Love. It's Double Love podcast. is really good. Love that. Anna Carey. Can you there's lots of fun ones. There's like, and then there's like ones for like if you like food. There's with relish and stuff. There's mm-hmm. a bunch of different ones. I very much liked uh, the last episode of Personality Bingo with Claire Monley. She her episode of Juvenalia and her episode of Personality Bingo came out the same week. Yeah. So it was Claire Monley week on head stuff. Yeah. But that was a very good episode. Everyone but dressed up as her. It was really scary. <laughs> it was very fun. We all yeah. picked our favorite Claire Monley character. I dressed up. Just everyone from being the, the big sister from Mimo. I don't remember her name. Fidelma. Oh, mm. imagine calling your child that. Anyway, do we have any other any AOB? I was trying to remember if I had any ants called Fidel because I have a lot of ants, but I don't, so it's okay. I have a lot of ants. Big deal. 
We okay. all have we all have ants. <laughs> Um, that's it we have no live shows to promote anymore no but um, thanks to everybody who came yeah oh it's the first one since we did that yeah, yeah. it was a lot of fun and we were delighted yeah that everybody and everyone came. was lovely yeah. and um, it was really cool and um, exciting to get to do something like that mm-hmm. you we'll just do, don't we'll... expect things like that to happen and then when they do it's lovely yeah so we'll do it again yeah we have there yeah yeah cool keep it like there's only like six minutes that's yeah that's actually one. pretty good yeah for us. we have to apologise to our producer for making these so long he I'm can't so, find, so sorry he can't find appropriate music to put under him I'm so sorry um, so let's drag it out <laughs> that's just uh, mean slight good. bit more <laughs> bye to <laughs> you oh <laughs> bye everybody This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network. 